Office at the Yamaha Clock. The official online voice of the Federal Neuropsychiatric Hospital, Yaba Lagos, the hints are providing quality mental health information to members of the public. Um, today is um, not just an ordinary webinar. You will see what's happening again. There's always something special happening. Yes, in Yabo voice. Um, we are having this webinar to celebrate all fathers. Yes, because yes, the Father's Day is coming along very, very, very shortly. So shout out to all fathers on this platform. Shout out to everyone who is out there making the world better and beautiful for us. And then again today, I have a singular honor of introducing and welcoming to the Yahoo Voice platform, the Tata, you know when you say Tata Tiaroba, no new, new as in very, very new, off, eh, new medical director of the Federal Neuropsychiatric Hospital, Yaba Lagos. He, he doubles as the me medical director and also as the chief host of the Yabu Voice webinar. I'm talking of Dr. Odubinga Adekele. Oh, yeah. He is the official um, chief host of the webinar now, um, because he has assumed office as the acting medical director of this hospital. And so he's going to welcome us formally to this webinar. Over to you, sir. Good day, everyone here present on this platform. You are welcome to today's webinar organized by Yaba Voice. Yaba Voice is the social media platform of Federal Neuropsychiatric Institute Yaba Lagos, and it's also a platform for mental health education, advocacy, and community outreach. Today's topic is men's mental health, strengths, and challenges. As we all know, there is no health without mental health. This is because health is hinged on three types of physical, mental, and social well-being. There are some questions to answer in our mental health awareness program today. For instance, who is a man? What do we understand by mental health and mental health issues of men? Are there mental health challenges at every stage of their development? It is pertinent to note that mental health, particularly men's mental health, can be compromised by many factors, and some of which operate early in life or around the time of concept of the mental illness in them, and the individual's ability to recognize and take appropriate action will go a long way in the promotion of their mental health. To address this topic this afternoon, I have two mental health professionals on the platform. The first one is Dr. Ayodele Oluro-Tibikoka, an associate professor of psychiatry, a consultant psychiatrist, a clinical psychologist, and a behavioral scientist. He is a fellow of West African College of Physicians. He's also a lecturer at the Lagos University College, College of Medicine. Dr. Kokwa is widely traveled and has over 60 academic publications to his credit. He is the author of 10 personal development and inspirational books. Dr. Kokwa's seminars include Psychological Principles and Strategies for Accelerated Visual Change and Personal Effectiveness. Our second speaker is Reverend Olaboninda Amola, a clergyman, a licensed clinical psychologist, and a mental health advocate. He holds a bachelor's degree in psychology, master's of science in clinical psychology, and master's at University of Lagos. His current scope of work includes assessment, testing, training, employee assistant program, and psychotherapy. Kindly relax and listen to our, our mental health experts as we promise you a rewarding session of today's seminar. Thank you. Thank you so, so very much. Um, the medical director had 
Yes, introduce us to the concept of what we'll be talking about today. Yes, who is a man? You know, that's a question that you usually find with women. Uh, they will tell you who is a woman, and then the next response is going to be ask Google. And then Google will now tell you that, oh, I've been searching since generation and I have not found the answer. Today, we want to find the answer to men. Who is a man? Uh, who, or yes, what are those things that are peculiar to them? What are the strengths? What are the challenges? And then they have told us that we have two experts of the house. Yes, they are both men. I want to learn from them. I want to understand from their own perspective. Yes, what is it about men and mental health issues that we really need to know and spread out there? All right, so to start off the discussion for us today is uh, Reverend Olabode Daramola, who is going to kick start this and to tell us, yes, who a man is and what are those peculiarities that you find in a man. Over to you, sir. Thank you very much, uh, Dr. Kenny Akitoishi and everyone listening to me. I sincerely want to appreciate the management and staff of the Federal Neuropsychiatric Hospital Yaba for the unaccustomed opportunity given to me to share this exalted platform. I thank our medical director, the host, Dr. Lubenga Uwege, for his approval of me and also ensuring the continuation of the Yaba Voice Project. Tenure shall witness immense achievement. Since its inception, I have benefited immensely from the learning engagement at every edition of the other voice. I also thank the former medical director who initiated this laudable project that has been a link between the hospital and the community. I wish her good health in her retirement. I thank Dr. Adiro to the HOD of the department who has been a worthy mentor since my clinical training at the other. I cannot but mention the trainings that I have received from Professor Rosi Mikoka on different platforms, most especially during the COVID-19 psychosocial response project. Sir, I feel very safe with your presence on this platform. To all our listeners, professionals, senior colleagues, my colleagues, and the society at large, I thank you for your undivided attention. As it has been said earlier, mental health is the real wealth in health. Without mental health, our physical, social, and spiritual well-being is bound to decline. Mental illness affects both male and female, rich and poor, and upright and poor. Mental illness can bring great suffering. However, it can also be a source of inspiration if we continue to shed light on this dark side of humans and also take ownership of our health. The man standing belongs to everybody. But the man lying down belongs to itself. Mental illness can often go undetected, undiagnosed, untreated, and even undertreated. But if we continue to create our awareness, and people can see that the solution is possible, they will begin to take preventive and curative action. The mental health of a man is often perceived by social, security, financial, and psychological well-being. To a very critical question, who is a man? A man is an adult male human. He is only a boy before adulthood. A man's genome is a combination of the X chromosome from the mother and Y chromosomes from the father. The male photos, unlike the female, is dominated by androgen hormones with small amounts of estrogen, and this is responsible for the physiological differences between men and women. Masculinity, therefore, is biologically influenced or socially constructed. Looking at the evolutionary development of man, the first man named Adam was formed from the dust. God bred into his nostrils and made him a manager over all creatures. That's according to Genesis 2, 7 and 15. In the Quran narrative, God also created man out of clay and then commanded the angels to bow and even submit to Adam. Quran chapter 3, verse 59. O man, Man was created in the image of God to manage, rule, dominate, to be fruitful and subdue the earth. So a man is often defined by his job, his responsibility, accountability, the sacrificial nature and ability to solve problems. Man is often classified by his strength, his sense of control, and his level of influence. No man wants to be described as being weak. A man wants to do well at, at protecting his ego. However, when a man falls short of this standard, his mental health will be greatly impacted. And if not properly managed, he can become more debilitated. When there's an 
congruence between the ideal man and the real man. Man's mental health needs to suffer. Before a man can be said to be healthy, he must be physically fit, mentally stable, socially connected, and spiritually intelligent. To every man that is listening to me out there, and even the women on this platform, I hope all is well with you, and you are healthy in the body and strong in the spirit. What is mental health? For a man to be mentally healthy, I need to ask you this question with an answer rhetorically. Are you able to realize your full potential? Can, we cope, can you cope with the stress of life, work, business, and even living in the city or outside the city? Can you work productively and fruitfully? Not just being busy, productively busy, I mean. Do you contribute to your community? And can you deal with your inner world of thinking, knowing that your thinking will affect your feeling and your feeling will affect your action? Are you able to initiate and sustain mutual relationships with other people? If your answer is in the affirmative, I congratulate you. For if not, you need help. And seeking for help is not your business. I'd like to show us some statistics so that we can really be more interested in the mental health of a man. Tell them to seek professional help. Only 40% of men won't even talk about their mental health and they prefer to share their feelings with their partner only. Depression is diagnosed more in women because men don't talk about their mental health until it's too late. This may explain why suicide rates are four times higher in men than women. Men aged 40 to 49 have the highest rate of suicide in UK, ratio 4 to 1. Men report lower levels of life satisfaction than women. Men are less likely to access psychological therapy than women. Three quarters of adults who go missing are men. About 87% of rough sleepers, those who sleep on the streets and inside abandoned vehicles, are men. The pressure to blow and make money is higher than it has ever been. Young men suffer this pressure more than their female counsel. While strong religious faith reduces the risk of anxiety and depression, men are less likely, likely to subscribe to religion than women. Among all the statistics, what are the challenges that men face? No single factor can explain what a man goes through. There are multiple factors that are responsible for his challenges. Every man is a sum total of nature and nurture. Which is heredity and the environment. And these factors will be biological, physical, emotional, or social. I begin with the social expectation and traditional gender roles. This makes men to conclude that they must be the breadwinner of the family, provide food, clothing, shelter, and leave a legacy or inheritance for their grandchildren. While desiring inherently bad, they can put on due pressure on men. Men are also affected by gender stereotypes. The expected display of traditional masculinity traits, such as body type, strength, and control. Men are expected to rely on oneself and not seek help from others. They are not expected to speak openly about their emotions. Growing up, we as men suffer from negative features like, oh, man up, big up, snap out of this man, hurry to a man, you are not man enough. And so men are far less likely to seek treatment for issues because of the social norms. The long term to talk, and men also downplay their symptoms. However, research abounds that suggests that men will access help when they feel it meets their preferences, easily accessible, meaningful, and also engaging. Unemployment, underemployment, and retirement is also a factor. A man's ego is boosted by his job. Unemployment and retirement increase the risk of depression and suicide. Just like job loss, poor working conditions, and high workload can increase the risk of mental health issues due to burnout and stress. When man is unable to create harmony between his work and life, mental illness is bound to happen. 
financial issues. Some men have low income. Some even lack of income at all. Financial woes can trigger the development of mental health problems and increase the risk of suicide. Marital issues. It is not good for man to be alone, so says the Holy Book. Man needs the help meeting a woman. Depression has been said to be more common and more severe among men who are divorced. A study suggests that being single is a significant suicide trigger among men. Suicide is attributed to relationship breakdown and lack of social support. Substance abuse and disease. Men are more likely to engage in illicit drugs and alcohol use. This can predispose or exacerbate mental health conditions. Men are nearly three times likely as women to become dependent on alcohol and three times as likely to report frequent drug use. This is just a bite from the full pile of men challenges. If you have a man in your life, please support him. What about midlife crisis? That happens between the ages of 40 and 65. There's lots of self-confidence, feeling of anxiety that can occur at that age. Because the hopelessness and sensitivity. So if all these are not properly handled, men's mental health are bound to suffer. This is worth every penny of our discussion. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. Reverend Olabode Daramola. You know, it, it, when, when it was just reading out the factors and so many other things, I was like, wow, it, it's like men even have more problems than women do. Maybe we just don't even recognize it. That there's so much going on in the life of a man that, that we even give credence to. You know, when we talk about women, we talk about, yes, multitasking and all of those things. But, you know, we hope that he's talking about now, based on the fact that a lot of our men might also be intense pressure that we can actually, you know, manage or we are even present for. Yes, we are, we are recording this. Yes, they are recording this. I want to formally welcome the press medical director. She's on this call. Dr. Mrs. Oluyemi Cecilia Ogo. We recognize you, ma'am. You're welcome. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Also, once again, we appreciate the support. Please know that we are also um, streaming live on Facebook. So if you're not able to join, please let's join on Facebook. But please, let's, let's, let's reach out to a lot of people who are not currently on this call to join now. Because what we are talking about today is something very, very significant. You, you can imagine all this that he had spoken about. And the issue of manning up is, it is one important thing in our community or in our environment. Because most people don't want to talk about it. They tell you, no, it's not, it's not okay to cry. And they, they start indoctrinating people right from childhood. They tell you, it's not okay to cry as a man. No, boys don't cry. And then you now grow up, you no, know, just piling up, for piling lots of, and lots of, lots of issues. And then you see a lot of bullets very violent men out there. No, thank you, thank you so much, uh, Reverend Daniela, for bringing this to the fore um, for us today. We're going to um, over to the second um, speaker today. Uh, Professor Koka is here to also share his insights uh, and from and also give to us from his depth of knowledge on men's mental health strengths and challenges. Over to you, Doctor uh, Professor Koka. Sir. Thank you very much. I would like to again. Uh, thank the medical director, Dr. Oweye, for inviting me, Dr. Ajiro Tutu, the HOD psychologist, Ms. Ken Nakito Ishe, and of course, the immediate past medical director online, Dr. Mrs. Ogun. I stand on the existing protocol. I have very little time, so can you allow me to share my screen, please? The host. We've heard a lot about the challenges facing men. And that's the reason why men experience more of psychiatric symptoms than women. Host, can you please allow me to share my screen? And men, wherever they are, they need to acquire the resilience skill and the stress management skill in order to be able to cope with a lot of stress of facing men. Men know about their physical health. They know about about their spiritual health. They know more about their social health, but they don't know much about their mental health. So we're going to talk about mental health and the ways you can prevent mental health. Okay. I hope you can all see my screen now. And that's the overview. Uh, psychiatric conditions are much more in men than in women, like we had earlier on, but they won't go for uh, intervention. 
and more men actually suffer from depression and anxiety when compared to men. Despite these frightening statistics, men are less likely than women to have received formal treatment from professionals. Well, what are the factors? They are supposed to be superhuman beings. They are supposed to rely on themselves, and they are not supposed to seek for help. And in that reason, even the stigma that is associated with mental disorders will not allow men to seek for help. And these are the reasons. They may appear too weak. They are too embarrassed to talk about their feelings. They have no one to talk to. And most importantly, the negative stigma associated to mental health. That's why they don't want to reach out to the professionals. So what is the way out? It's now a global public health concern. Thank you for attention. So what can mental health professionals do? What can the public mental health policymakers do? And that is the aim and objective of this talk. Now, we've heard the definition of mental health or mental well-being, which I said earlier or most people don't know about. So it's a state of well-being where you as a man must cope with adverse life events and normal stress of life. Anywhere you are, you must be seen to be productive and fruitful, manage your emotions and thinking, contribute to your society with your time, talents, and treasures, initiate and sustain relationships anywhere you find yourself, and also use spirituality to solve your problems. So it's all about the way we think, the way we feel, and behave. And since men are going to forever encounter stress of life, so we must learn how to cope with those stresses of life. And those who don't know how to cope will find themselves six feet below the ground. So that's the wheel of the mental health self-care, psychological, emotional, spiritual, personal, professional, physical. And the specific ones are physical exercises, dance therapy, laughter therapy, deep breathing exercises, and relaxation techniques. So it's very important that as a man, we must be physically fit. That means that you must go for physical workouts every day for at least 30 minutes to one hour. When you do that, you have the physical strength, stamina, and endurance to face any problem of life. One of the most wonderful psychological techniques in this world is the, the humor and laughter therapy. Once you have acquired that skill, you'll be able to laugh away your stress. Laugh away whatever that is coming emotionally. This is because when you smile and laugh, you, cannot, you, are, you, are, you are showing the world that you are happy. And you can't be happy and sad at the same time. One effective way of managing stress is to write a letter to your stressors. If I know you are annoying and I can't face you like you are my boss or someone I can't talk to, I can write a letter to you. Therefore, you know you are the most terrible human in this world. I feel like slapping you. I feel like doing whatever to you. Write five pages, ten pages, fifteen pages. Sign it. Put it in an envelope. Address to that person. But please go and hide it where nobody will see it. When you go back to that letter, three or four days thereafter, you'll be amazed about what you have ventilated in that letter. It's called courtesies in psychology. Dancing therapy, when you are in low moods, this is the time to use this skill. Dance the music you dance in primary school, secondary school, in the uni. And immediately you start dancing, your moods will be elevated. And anywhere I am, that's my wife, we are the first to open the floor. This guy was trying to dance to the governor's house, and that's Baba Basman just still doing the shaku shaku. Meditational techniques, be alone every day by yourself to introspect, to reflect and carry out the deep breathing techniques. Breathing for five seconds, hold your breath for five seconds, and exhale through a pulse leaf for 10 seconds. Make sure you do that for at least five to 10 minutes every day. And these are the benefits. They are enormous if you can acquire this skill. What is also important for men to acquire is the emotional intelligence, which is the ability to be aware express, control your emotions, which will assist you handle interpersonal relationships caringly and compassionately, which means that it will also enhance your communication skills. And these are the five features of emotional intelligence. Always be self-aware, self-regulation, have empathy. Psychologists and psychiatrists have empathy for people. Self-motivation and social skills. Self-awareness, ability to recognize and be aware of your emotional strength. Sort analyze yourself. Know your strength, your weakness, opportunity, and threats. And self-regulation, learn how to control your feelings, 
anywhere you, are, you encounter stress. Motivate yourself to achieve your goals. Have empathy for people you come across. Anybody that you're talking to, have empathy for that person. Imagine yourself in the shoes of that person. And of course, social intelligence. Ability to initiate and sustain relationships anywhere you find yourself, which makes you to reach out for people. Your circle of influence will greatly improve and you become influential anywhere you find yourself. Perception and mental health. Men, please realize that you see the world the way you think and feel. So when somebody goes against your opinion, your point of view, you may think that that person has an issue, but you may be that person that has a problem. Now look at this picture. It depends on where you are. On the divide, either six or nine, or is it a three or four log of wood? So sometimes perceptions are not logical. They are psychological nature. So when you are in a heated debate or argument with your spouse, with anybody, just tell them that, well, your perception may be totally different from mine. Now how to uh, acquire mental, positive mental wellness. Acknowledge who you are. Know what you can change and what you cannot change. Identify your liabilities. Like I said, SWOT, analyze yourself. What are your strengths and weaknesses, your opportunity and strength? You must, as a goal from today, set your weekly, monthly, and yearly goals. Let, that, let them be short-term and long-term in nature. And let your goals, as a rule, again, must be smart, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, with time frame. Talking about mental health is not enough. There are four dimensions of health. So as you are empowering yourself mentally, you must also empower yourself physically, socially, and above all, you must empower yourself spiritually. And that is when your life will have what? Meaning and purpose. Now, 20 ways to prevent mental disorders. Love yourself, adore yourself, pamper yourself, treat yourself as a VIP. Learn emotional resilience that we're talking here. Learn to meditate, set smart goals. Sleep for eight hours. It's difficult in Lagos, I know, but at least try to sleep for six hours. Share your problems. Problems shared is half solved. Take mini vacations. Don't wait till your annual vacation. At the end of the month, drive to Abiyokuta, drive to Jebu, drive to the next town, check into a hotel and sleep on Saturday and Sunday, resume back to work on Monday. Connect with people, be a team worker, be a team member, improve your relationship with others. Be ready for sudden change, like we have the COVID-19 pandemic. Recognize your stressor and write a letter to them. Learn something new, musical instruments, another language, be always be alert physically, have spiritual meaning, and the only way to have spiritual meaning is to contribute your time, talent, and treasure to any worthy cause around you. Love your people, love your spouse, love your children, love your colleagues at work. Lifestyle, eat well, avoid sugar, salt, fat, alcohol, and any other type of drugs. Most importantly, anywhere you find yourself today, take responsibility. It must have been because of your choices and decisions the last couple of years. Do whatever it makes, takes to make you happy. Don't take responsibility for other people's happiness. Most important, cultivate your own garden. Don't be envious of others' garden. Learn to smile and laugh away your sorrows. This um, picture depicts it all. Life starts and ends similarly. So take advantage of the time in between. Best advice for men, life is not meant to be taken seriously. Don't take yourself seriously either. Your life may be limited to another 40 years. I think you're even 40 years old. And that's approximately 2,500 weekends more in life. So enjoy the journey of life while you can. Forget the past. The past is gone forever. Never feel guilty about the past. Don't worry about tomorrow. Or the future. Plan for today and live your life for today. Enjoy the best. Live as if today is your last day on earth. So I'm concluding. Men suffer more from mental health issues than men. The risk of suicide is also higher in men. The ratio of 4 to 1. Men are more reluctant to seek for treatment for mental health issues. When they seek for treatment, of course, has positive impact 
on their quality of life. So seeking support from health professionals or others can ease mental health symptoms, improve quality of life, and reduce the risk of severe mental disorders. So our listeners, Nago de Dalu Emela Esekupo. Gracias, merci, mutumes. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Sam. That's just a very beautiful one. And I mean very, very beautiful indeed. I, I was trying to take notes Thank and you. sincerely I, I have so much, so much, so much. You know, you came from a point of what can we do? Keeping physically fit. So men out there, you have a lot to do. Keep fit. Just keep fit as much as possible. Then I know the part where you said write a letter to your stressor. There are so many people I'm going to write letters to. They said don't, don't, don't even show them. We will not show them. We will not show them. But at least I will write letters to all my stressors today, so that at least I can bear my mind. I know you said you see the world the way you think and feel, and that's also very significant. It's the way you see, see the world that interprets your feeling, your thoughts, your actions, and every other thing. So sometimes if you just look at it from the other side, that may make you just see things differently. And you know, uh, he went again and talked about the 20 things. And he said, love yourself. Love yourself. Sometimes the world, nothing will change. The children will die. Nothing would happen. Just, just give yourself a pat, a rub, a special treatment. And drive to Abiyokuta, the only more rock is there. You know, just get a climb, enjoy yourself from the top. And you just be the person that you want to be and enjoy yourself. And then again, he said, yes, even if you cannot achieve eight hours of sleep, try and achieve six hours. That's very, very important. And then again, he said to us that we can just cultivate our own garden. And for me, that's just a very beautiful one. It doesn't have to be somebody's garden. I don't have to look at the next person's garden. I don't have to be like the next person out there. The most important thing is I can cultivate the world I want to live in. I can put the things I want there. And that way I'm able to enjoy myself. Thank you, thank you so much, Prof. We are, we are not done with you. Um, incidentally, uh, Prof just lost the bomb some time ago. I don't know exactly when. Uh, you know, I, and I was asking him, did he cry? Please let your mood, Prof. Did, did, did you cry, sir? Well, um, mommy is yet to be buried, so I'm still grieving right now, and oh, I'm still yeah. experiencing those um, stages of bereavement. So I'm not sure whether I'm still in denial, but it is when we have buried mommy that I think there'll be closure and I'll accept <laughs> that we've lost mommy. I think I'm still in denial. I mean, it's still it's not real. It's not real. However, the the, the solace is that I have counselled so many people that have um, lost their loved ones. Mm. I've counted, so I'm trying to use the counseling on myself now. For example, laughter therapy. When I want to cry, I, I quickly laugh away my stress and laugh away my depression. Mm. Thank you, thank you so much. So, condolences, sir, on the on the demise of your mom. Our heart goes to you, you. and uh, we thank wish you. the family the best. Thank you, sir. All right, so we're taking questions and comments thank on the you. chat box. Please just um, send in your questions if you have any, and then we would. Um, the speakers are here to adequately address them. But before we go um, into the, the comments or questions from the chapel, um, Reverend Dara Mola, um, you, you talked enormously about the challenges that men face, um, the different roles and responsibilities. Yes, um, it, it's, it's um, I, I don't want to use the word theoretical to say um, certain things to do. These responsibilities are not going. They are not shifting. The stressors are there. I live somewhere around the Yanopaja. Um, the Kaja Road is bad now. Sometimes we spend one hour thereabouts on the road. And same like a man or any other person in a standard, you still have the whole road of that you have talked about here. How can we manage that as a man now? Just, yes, as a man, the role, the responsibilities, every other thing. How can we manage that effectively? Ramallah. Reverend, please don't move to an answer. Yeah, thank you very much, our anchor, Mrs. Akito and to everyone that is listening. All the challenges that have been mentioned, but men actually need help. Like I have mentioned earlier, a man who is standing alone, you know, if you are standing, you are for the people, and if you are down, you are for yourself. Let me start with the hierarchy of needs for men. The first thing a man needs, which is the high on the cake, is hope. As we embark on our day journey, 
we must begin with a positive expectation. You know that the challenges are there. There will always be traffic, but let's remain positive. Another thing man needs to do is rest. Whether we like it or not, the job will always be there. Let's try to get time to rest. Prof has mentioned eight hours of sleep per day. We can get four hours at night, three, five at night, or we can take a nap, an hour during the day, minimum of six hours. And it is very important that men get support. We need support either from your partner and even from the children. Somebody on the platform was actually complaining about men's mental health in relationship to sex. For our women that are there, please ensure that you satisfy your husband in the other room and even emotionally. All the coping strategies, a good number of them as we mentioned by Prof, but something is very critical here, self-compassion. Man, love thyself. Nobody can love you much more than you do. And a self-trafident is also very important. If a man has not found purpose, it is a pointer to depression. To every young man or elderly person that is out there, are you fulfilling purpose? A man has not found purpose, he has an existential vacuum that needs to be filled. So connect yourself to nature, find a core problem, look for a problem that you can find solution to, and that way you'll be a lot happier. And care for yourself. And if there's anyone that has tried all the steps, everybody will tell you I've had enough sleep, I've had enough breath, and still nothing is happening. That way you need to seek for help, professional help. Seeking for help or asking for help is not a weakness. Don't bottle it up. Don't use all the other coping strategies, the escapist mode of drinking, smoking. There are some men who even say they want to walk away from the problems in their life. Remember that song, I'm walking away from the troubles in my life. I'm walking away, oh, find a better place. You can't be sure that that place you are going to is even better than where you are now. Above all, all of us on this, this platform must be involved. Because when I become weak, illness, become wellness. Thank you very much, ma'am. Thank you so much, um, Reverend Olabade. You know, I love that song. I'm walking away. You are not walking away from anything. The problem is still there. You will come and meet you there. It's not going anywhere. And that will take me to my next question where we'll be asking um, Professor Coker on the issue of, yes, men a lot of time indulges in um, the use of substance, psychoactive substance, to deal with um, their stress and everyone has seen like that. And then again, it's now for having um, repercussion. So what, what would you say? How would you, um, how would you address that, sir? Professor Cooker, sir? Well, thank you very much. Um, when people cannot cope with the stressors of life, they cope in a maladaptive manner. They, they cope in, in the wrong ways. For example, men or boys start to smoke and drink alcohol while they're in secondary school, maybe from the age of 16, 17, 18. And eventually, they may get dependent or addicted to it. So as adults now, when they encounter a little stressor in their place of work or at home on the street, the next thing they want to do is to reach out for one stick of cigarette, a bottle of beer, um, uh, whiskey or brandy, or some people go as high as them taking um, cannabis. But again, if you don't want to, and some people even bury their heads in their work. They want to go home at 10 o'clock at night when Madame is asleep, and then they, they just sneak in and sneak out in the morning. However, other ways that you can use to cope with your stressors in a non-maladaptive manner is to, for example, I mentioned it. Make sure you carry out physical exercises every day for at least 30 minutes. It will burn your stress away, give you stamina, give you endurance, give you fitness. For example, I, I, despite the fact that I'm extremely busy every day, I still play lawn tennis four times a week in four different clubs. Why four different clubs? Because I have four different circles of friends in all these clubs. And also, it will also improve my social health. I interact socially with people, and it, 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 it's, of, it's of note that when my friends are taking four bottles of Gouda or five bottles of anything, I now take water. And, of course, you need spiritual help again to cope with stress of life. So once you learn how to cope with stress of life, you will not maladaptively use 
substances to cope with your daily stress. And also very important, I mentioned it, go for mini vacation. If you think you've been stressed up from Monday to Friday, schedule a weekend away from that town. It is important that you leave that town where you are and spend Saturday and Sunday sleeping, reading, watching TV, reading magazines, then go back to work Monday morning. So in that regard, you will not be dependent on substances. And people who are dependent on substances, you should know. If you've been smoking for 10 years or 20 years, taking alcohol for 20, 30 years, it has no bearing on your health. It's destroying your physical health. At the end of the day, people like you will develop uh, uh, related uh, disorders, also disorders related to those substances. Thank you. Thank you so much, sir. Um, yes, thanks for the comments and questions on this box. Fantastic presentation, Reverend. Thank you so much. Yes, the program is being recorded. Like I said, it's going to be on our page. This is more to also drive traffic to our page, please. Uh, so please visit the Yabo Voice page. We're on Facebook and on Instagram correctly. Uh, you could access any of our um, previous even webinars there. Um, yes, you could just go there, click on it. Yeah, but for just like it and you automatically become a friend. We also want to drive traffic to these pages. So please um, just like our page and um, you would get all this um, information and details that we're asking for. Yes, we could send a one-on-one, -on -one, but we also want to drive traffic to the pages. Um, some questions here for Professor Coker. Um, yes, from Dio Shodiri. Uh, Prof, your advice that yesterday is past and tomorrow is not here now, that we should leave for today. When tomorrow comes, what happens to you? I think it's important to plan and review your plan regularly. It's also important to benchmark. Prof, would you want to just quickly talk about this in one minute? Yes, I said you must set your weekly goals, your monthly and yearly goals. In that regard, your goals must be immediate-term goals, short-term goals, and long-term goals. And you work every day towards the attainment of such goals. You work every day. So it is, as you're working every day, that's what will give you joy. It will give you happiness. It will give you spiritual fulfillment that you are working towards your goals. So you should not be worried about paying school fees three years from now or what will give you stress two years from now. Live for the moment. Enjoy today because you are planning for tomorrow. Don't get worried about And I said, again, SWOT analyze yourself. What are your strengths, your weaknesses, and your qualities and traits? Once you are able to understand yourself, you will live for today. Tomorrow will come. You are planned for tomorrow. So, But most people, as they are feeling guilty about the past, and also getting anxious about the future, they forget about today. And before you realize it, you are 60 years old. You have not achieved anything. Before you realize it, you are 70 years old. Still aiming for what you want to achieve. So we are saying that, look, set your goal, work hard towards the realization of that goal, live for today, enjoying yourself so that you can have strength, physical and emotional, to enjoy the future achievements. That's what I mean by it live for today. All right, sir. Uh, I'm still going to take you on immediately now. Um, someone just said, Muluayevisi um, Yamali, Dr. Yamali, thank you for that, sir. Um, great presentation here. Thanks to the presenters. Men shouldn't take life seriously, Professor Koka. This can be misinterpreted, sir. Please clearly uh, clarify this further. All right, sir. Maybe any... I have said you that set your goals. You see, your goals must be in eight dimensions of life physically, mentally, socially, professionally, financially, technologically, and spiritually. You see, this is a lecture for two hours, and I've been able to compress everything in 10 minutes. So if you set your goals in eight dimensions of life, and I said you must work hard, extremely hard, towards the attainment of your immediate-term goals, short-term goals, and long-term goals. And of course, if you are working hard towards the realization of those goals, you'll be seen not only to have purpose and meaning in life. And once you have purpose and meaning in life, you are happy. In that regard, I, I, I'm not taking my life seriously. I take it as it comes. Every day is like the last day for me. I have my phone. I enjoy my life. And I'm as happy as can be every day. 
I'm not I'm not defiling it till tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you, sir, for that um, response. Uh, Benjamin Fatogon, Professor Koka arranged and planned this for our club. You have been challenged, sir. It will be nice and relieving to, to a lot of men out there of burning. Um, Kola Wale Akindele says, may I ask, okay, what a professional can do as pressure groups to mitigate issues and conditions that may lead to stress? Um, Reverend Alabade, will you take that? May I ask what, prof what you, professional, sorry, can do as pressure groups to mitigate issues and conditions that may lead to stress? Uh, okay, so you are a professional too, Reverend Alabade, all right? Yes. Can you take that? Mm -hmm. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Kito Eshe. Rob has been able to mention some several activities that we can do to relieve ourselves of, of pressure. And the first one is exercise. 30 minutes, three times a week is good enough. And then don't do the exercise when it's very close to your bedtime. Do it pretty much in the evening before you go to bed. And for us as professionals, we need to continue to create more awareness. And that is the more reason why this opportunity is given. All the things that you have heard yesterday, take it to your organization. There are certain organizations that are even involved in this employee assistance program. Every organization should even have mental health advocates. A good number of organizations, every outside the country, have even mental health policies. In your own organization, what is your mental health policy? The same way we check ourselves physically, make it a point of duty as a professional to go for even mental check. Go for testing. The same way you check your check up your BP, the same way you check your sugar level, it is important that you go for psychological. Even if you just want a year during your birthday, you know, it is your health and then you must own it. Everyone who is here who is a leader should begin to start thinking. For example, you know, in the year 2020 COVID-19, everyone that has lived beyond 2020 should be concerned about their mental health. And even if people are physically down, the moment you are on the fitness for about three months or six months, it's important you begin to talk to a therapist, talk to a clinical psychologist, talk to professionals that can actually help you. So for all of us that are here at every platform, either in church, in the mosque, we should be able to come up with programs like this that will help people boost their mental health. Thank you very much. Okay, so what I hear um, Reverend Aramola say is, you have been educated, you know this, then you can also do, we are now doing as, as you have a voice, as a social group, as a pressure group, to educate people and tell them, yeah, the stress almost times don't go away, but then you have to just find ways of adapting, ways of coping and dealing with it, and then that helps you to be able to function, and that's what I hear him say. I wanted to ask um, Professor Koka specifically, um, some people are concerned with the issue of sexuality, sex, yes, it's, um, it's important to a man, you know, sometimes they say, even when the house is burning and a man wants sex, he wants it right there and then, there's nothing you can do about it. Yes, how can this help men um, to function and do better with there are some women on those platforms and people will also listen to the recording that it will help enhance their life and also bring them make them to also function better psychologically thank you very much when a man is undergoing stress or emotional pressure or emotional tension or trauma sex is the last thing on his mind of course, there will be reduction in his libido, in his sex drive. And I want to reiterate one thing here, that erection is one of the most important things in the family, in the household. So a house that does not provide adequate, a man that does not provide adequate erection in order to satisfy his spouse is in trouble. That will also additionally add to the stress that is going around. I mean, that is experiencing. However, um, I must also say that as you grow older, um, the libido, the sex drive, sexuality reduces in men. And that's why one of the reasons you have these sexual concussions, selling like hot cakes in Nigeria, you have um, Alomo, Kick uh, and Start, Mujet, Opeyi, all those things like that uh, men drink. Then, of course, uh, many years when Viagra was launched, it sold over $60 billion alone in America. 
However, if you think you have issues with your sexuality and you cannot satisfy your spouse as much as she desires, number one, remove stress from your life, remove emotional tension, and if you are still having issues with your erections or with your sexual drive, like uh, Dr. Daramona said earlier on, please speak for medical intervention through your family therapy, general therapy, medical officers, and if there's an issue, that way it not be referred to the specialist called the urologist. Thank you. Thank you so much, sir, for that um, response. Um, yes, um, Kola Wale Akindele is saying, where can we have access to professionals like you just to counsel it? Yes, we are here. Um, what we do at Yabo Voice is to educate, provide quality mental health information um, to members of the public. If so, you could reach out to us. Uh, we are there on, on our pages. Yes, like I said, just one word, Yabo Voice, on the Facebook, on the Instagram, we are there. Um, you could have that uh, access to us, and then we will be um, glad to also hear from you and also see what um, ways we can partner with you and help to provide the needed information. So we have key professionals here in Yaba who can be able to help. Also, we have um, our number on the page. It's been sent to the page uh, as um, a response to one of the questions that was asked. So you could copy that and give us a direct call, and then we'll also be willing to um, speak with you. So, yes, there has a... Uh, Professor Uwogo, yes, thank you for joining us today. Um, is the professor talking about every man or some category of men um, this is, I, I can't link this. Um, I don't know which uh, of the questions or the comments he was responding to, but I know that generally uh, Prof's comments will have gone across quite a great number of uh, men. Okay, so he had sent in another response and he said, some men are merely existing, not sure of the next meal for the family, no job, no money to business, the farm taking over the bandits, Life no longer has meaning. What message do you have for such men? And I think that is also very important. Thank you, Dr. Uwogu, for that. Uh, Professor Koka, that is very, very important. What message do you have yes. for men who don't even have Thank any Thank you very men? much. Yes. Thank you very much. I was actually about to recognize Dr. Marcelinius Uwogu, who has been doing a lot in the employee-assisted program in this country. And if they're reaching out to all sectors in the educational uh, area for EAP. And of course, we all know that he is also a Yaba product like me. Uh, well, in life, we pray that our stressors should not overwhelm us. When, when, when stressors, like I mentioned, overwhelm the individual, then the individual is likely to break down physically and will start to experience physical health disorders. Some will break down and have mental disorders. But you see, it is, it is better to acquire all these stress management techniques, emotional resilience techniques, so that when you eventually encounter stressors that be overwhelming to you, you now have choices, you have options, you have alternatives. For example, if you were in Ibarapa and then the Fulani bandits are killing people and destroying your land, you see, if you are highly informed and educated, you have the option to move out of that area, maybe sell your land, move out to that area. And that's one reason many of us are going for greener pastures. They realize that, wow, in, 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 in Nigeria, being a man is extremely difficult. And if I cannot be a man in Lagos or in Nigeria, I know that when I get to Canada, I'll be a superman. So the, the essence is that we must all acquire information, education, and knowledge about survival, about emotional intelligence, emotional resilience. So when the overwhelming stressors, because whether we like it or not, they must come. I also have so many stressors in my life. And I must deal with them whether I like it or not. So, and the question somebody asked earlier on is that how can we disseminate this kind of information? I'm also, I'm very glad to, to tell people that, look, take my slides, go and use them anywhere you want to use them. Go and use them in the community, in the church, in the mosque, in the NGO. So the public enlightenment 
public education, public awareness, public outreach about mental health can go beyond the professional mental professionals who are very, very few in this country. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, sir. So we will be making available um, Professor Coca's slide to everyone who wants to make use of it. There are tips there, lots of tips there that are very, very uh, important. Uh, we know that, yes, we may not be able to provide all the solutions to everyone, especially people in Barapana who are facing the reality of banditry and every other thing there. That, that's that's real situation for them. It, it, it goes beyond, yes, um, just giving them meals or giving them money, the emotional, the psychological, and I'm happy to tell you that we'll be looking at that at our next webinar, is the reflection of all of those things on the mental health and how we can survive, how we can deal with all of this so that we can know, yes, even then we are here, some of us don't even have the opportunity of going to Canada. I don't, some of us don't have visa, we don't have passport, we don't even know where the embassy is and you know we can't even go but then we have to just find a way to deal with all of this and other things like that so we'll be sending the slides to um all of this and we will be running off shortly we'll just take the last word from our presenters um reverend darabala and we have the last word from you sir very much and everyone that is listening with all that has been said, you will agree with me that men have a lot of challenges. Do not see us as superhuman. We all need help. We need to raise a generation of men who are helping men. If you have any information that could help your colleague, your friend, your partner, please make it available. I'd like to conclude borrowing the words of J.D. Watson. He says, men are built and not born. So let us go out and build and also support the men that our society needs to flourish. We need good leaders in all sectors in our country. Let us go out and help the next man. God bless you. Happy Father's Day to all fathers out there. Thank you very much. Thank you, Reverend Daramola. Um, Prof, before you conclude, I, I wanted to be able to take this um comments that just came in. I don't want us to leave. Uh, we, we can't attend to all, I know. But um, somebody just said, throw more light on spiritual development for men. Um, yes, I know Reverend has spoken, but Prof, can you just do that uh, while you're taking your last um, reference, please? Yes. Um, spiritual health is part of the four dimensions of health, and all of us must acquire spiritual abilities, either Christians or Muslims or or whichever faith you belong to, because we must all believe in the supernatural, divine nature of God. And we believe that we are actually that supernatural, divine human being. And that's why the Christians believe that I am that I am. The supernatural human power exists in me, and with spiritual abilities, once you develop yourself spiritually, you can be able to tap within you, the nature of God. And you must, you must also develop yourself to that level. And once you develop yourself to that level, you connect directly with God to ask for the solutions of your problem directly. So that is, and of course, you have to work hard again to acquire that skill. I'll round up by saying that men are not superhuman beings. We are like women. We should cry when we need to. I cry a lot. We should cry when we need to cry. We should again go and share our problems. We can share our problems not only to the professionals and look for a friend that has a listening ear, a social worker, a nurse, a clergy. And the very moment you start to share your problems, it has been said that a problem shared is half solved. So men, please share your problems. Don't bottle up your problems because if you bottle up your problems, they will manifest as physical and mental health disorders. Thank you very much. Thanks for this opportunity. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful. Today I have learned that men are not superheroes like we always think that they are. 
They all have their own challenges and every other thing going on, even in their own world too. But we also know that there is help, so much help that is there for us or for men to be able to accept. And then you can also be the best that you want to be. Life is meant to believe and enjoy. You know, Professor Poker broke it down. I said there are about 2,500 weekends. You know, I started calculating. I've been doing the calculations. The calculations since I've not been able to get it right. But then you said about 2,500 <laughs> weekends. <laughs> I know for me, it's like, hey, excuse me. We must not waste the time. Now, what are we now doing? Hmm? So if you have 2,500, I don't even know how many I have used up. Eh? Like the MTN will just come, you have used up your data. <laughs> so I've used up that one now. I must be sure that I get ready for the other one so that I enjoy it as much as possible. We're great too, and we're glad to have you here on this webinar today once again. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we'll be looking forward to having you again next month by the grace of God. And so on behalf of the Hacking Medical Director, Dr. Dubringa Adekile Uwe, and other members of the Yabo Voice Team, we'll say thank you, thank you so much uh, for being part of this webinar once again. I will see you again. We'll be looking at mental health. Yes, the issue of insecurity and the effect on our mental health, as well as the intervention. How can we all stay safe? Like I said, we all can go to Canada. I don't even have a passport officer. So where, we, where would we start from? And it takes time and processes to do all of this. But before then, can we stay safe and stay sane? Please take care of your mental health and keep functioning. Until then, love yourself, appreciate yourself, and value yourself above all things. Want to appreciate our speakers once again. Thank you for being on this show, on this call with us. We appreciate you so much. Thank you, everyone. We will send and reach out to everyone. But please like our pages. We will love you to just be there. That drives traffic to us, and a lot of people can get to see us and understand what we're doing in Yabo. Yes, somebody talked about mental health issues not being spoken about. We know that, and that's why we're doing all of those things. Once again, we appreciate the medical director, um, the past medical director, Dr. Ogun. Thanks for being on this call once again. We appreciate you so, so well. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you all. Thanks for this opportunity. Thank you.